Oh, my God. 
It's now 11 o'clock. 
Good morning, AOL. I am Reverend Dorothy Watts, the senior pastor of Art of Living Church Ministries. I want to welcome you all here today. So let's get started. We will have our morning song, This Little Light of Mine, by Jakuglu 81 Tarek. Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful selection, Tart. And now we will have our announcements by Ms. Sheila Mitchell. Sheila? Yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning. Our mission and purpose statement, the art of living provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. 
We believe that life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of loving through the universal principle of love. We are the Art of Living Church family. We encourage you to invite your family and friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member who would like to uh, have a practitioner session of prayer, please uh, feel free to let Coordinator Assistant Vess Franklin know after today's services. We are here for you. Please make contributions and your tithes and offerings to the Artist Living Church where you get your spiritual edification. Make uh, payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to the Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Affirmation for today is grateful for all the blessings. Affirm this truth and feel these words as I read them. I am grateful for all the blessings in my life. I am thankful for the love and support of my family and friends. I am blessed with good health, abundance, and prosperity. I am open to receiving all the good that the universe has to offer. I am worthy of love, happiness, and success. I am confident, capable, hold on a capable and strong. I'm ready to embrace the opportunities that come my way. All is well, and so it is. This is from Science Man uh, Practitioner Ernest Holden. This is, has been Sheila Mitchell with today's announcements. Enjoy your Sunday. Blessings and namaste. Day. Thank you, Ms. Sheila Mitchell, for your wonderful announcements. I truly appreciate that. And right now, I would like all of you to please prepare for uh, our morning prayer. I want you to mute your phones by pressing star six. And we're going to prepare for our opening reading and prayer by Miss by Reverend Cinderita Clay. Reverend Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm I'm reading from for the Inward Journey by Howard Thurman. The Christmas Candles. I will light the candle of fellowship this Christmas. I know that the experiences of unity and human relations are more compelling than the concepts, the fears, the prejudices which divide. Despite the tendency to feel my race superior, my nation the greatest nation, my faith the true faith, I must beat down the boundaries of my exclusiveness until my sense of separativeness is completely enveloped in a sense of fellowship. There must be free and easy access by all to all the rich resources accumulated by groups and individuals in years of living and experiencing. This Christmas, I will light the candle of fellowship a candle that must burn all the year long. I will light the candle of hope this Christmas. There's strange irony in the fact that there seems to have existed a more secure basis for hope in the world during the grimiest, the grimiest days of the war than in the vast uncertainties of the post-war 
and Cold War world. Now millions of people are thrown back upon themselves for food, which they do not possess, for and exhausted, for vitality, which has already run its course. The miracle of fulfillment dreams of by uprooted and persecuted masses, men, women, and children, takes now the form of a hideous nightmare, as peace is so long deferred. But hope is the mood of Christmas. The raw materials of a newborn babe or a newborn babe, a family, and work. Even in the grimness of the post-war world, babies are being born, an endless procession that is life answered to death. Life keeps coming on, keeps seeking to fulfill itself, keeps affirming the possibility of hope. Hope is the growing edge. I shall look well to that growing edge this Christmas. All around worlds are dying out. New worlds are being born. All around life is dying, but life is being born. The fruit ripens on the trees while the roots are silently at work in the darkness of the earth against the time when there shall be new leaves, fresh blossoms, green fruit. Such is the growing edge. It is the one thing in to try when all else has failed the upward reach of life. It is the incentive to carry on. Therefore, this Christmas, I will light the candle of hope that must burn all year long. And so it is. And now let us relax. Feet flat on the floor, hands up for receptivity. Take a breath. Father, Mother, God, today I recognize and I celebrate the one life, the one shining life. It is the one life of spirit, the one powerful presence, the creator and source of all life. I know that right here, right now, all is well, all is good, all is God. I bless everyone under the sound of my voice and especially those who are physically challenged. Knowing that God is all there is, I acknowledge the healing that's taking place in the lives and in the bodies of those under the sound of my voice and those who don't hear me because this prayer is going out into the universe. This morning we bless the speaker. I bless the speaker, Reverend Joan Jacob, as she brings a lesson of love, peace, joy, and hope for this Christmas season. I know that she will bless us with her wisdom and knowledge. She always blesses us with her wisdom and knowledge. And wisdom and knowledge is what we need right here and right now, and we will get it this morning. I am so thankful and grateful for this opportunity to be a conduit of spirit's love and peace. Love and peace is what we're about this Christmas season. Season, Giving, not necessarily getting, but giving, giving of ourselves, giving of our love, giving of our peace, giving of everything that we can give to help keep us 
us one. Help keep us loving and, and kind and generous to each other. Speak to each other when we look each other in the eyes. Say hi, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I love you. Let's get back to the old landmark. Do what we used to do. Come on, it's time. Hope is still alive. Keep hope alive. And with this and much, so much more, knowing, I let it be, knowing this prayer will not return to me unmanifested. I know this prayer is going out and it's going to touch, it is touching others because that's what I experience. And I'm thankful and I let it be. And let us all say, and so it is. So it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Thank you for that awesome prayer. Gives me chills. Touch me. Tell you, you really know how to do it. Thank you. Oh, boy. Our theme for this month of December is light illumination. Our scripture for today is, I am the light of the world. John 8, 12, King James Version. Topic is, let your light shine, oh, this little light of mine. And <clears throat> now we will have our selection before our speaker. Help is on the way by Whitney Houston. Tarek. Hey, hey. Yeah, he's on his way. Hey. Yeah, he's on his way. Hey. 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 Hey
Whitney Houston. Help is on the way. Thank you, Tart. And so now this is the moment you've all come for. Time for our speaker. And our speaker today needs no introduction. It is our very own Reverend Joan Jaycox. She asked me to be short, so I will. We all know her. We love her. She's a part of our AOL family, one of our founding ministers, a member of our board, someone who loves our teaching, understands it, and lives the principles of it. She's a yoga instructor and teaches yoga teachers. She also is a grandmother and a lover, a lover of this teaching and spreads her truth wherever she goes. So let's put it together and put our hands together and welcome Reverend Joan Jacob. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It is so wonderful to be here today. I feel so good. I, ha I, I have come to think of the Art of Living Church as a community. And at AOL, we strive to teach, uplift, stimulate, and serve our community. Our theme for today is light illumination. My topic is let your light shine this little light of mine. And it is very important to remember that God is all there is. So Psalms 100, 3, 4, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Remember to stand in your light, shine your light unto, with unconditional love. This is a season of unconditional love. So open yourself up to God's joy and forgiveness with love. Now, December is the month of light. Metaphysical meaning for light is metaphysical light, the understanding principle in mind, in divine order. It always comes first into consciousness. Light is a symbol of wisdom. When Jesus said, I am the light of the world, John 8, 12, he meant that he was expressor of truth in all its aspects. Light is a symbol of intelligence. We cannot affirm too often, I am intelligent. I am the light of my world. This month, we celebrate a very special day. Do you know what it is? Of course you do. It's Christmas. And Christmas is a spiritual time of the year. And it's known to all men all over the world historically as the Memorial Day of the birth of Jesus, the Savior. So it is true that Christmas is celebrated as the day of the advent of Christ into this world 
yet it also symbolizes a very deep significant truth of the spiritual life. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Jesus Christ lived and symbolized divine consciousness. We have all seen pictures of Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus in the stable. We all know this picture metaphysically explains the nativity pictures. The spiritual meaning of Christmas always portrayed as an external set of circumstances set 200,000 years ago. I'm sorry, 2,000 years ago in history. It is this inner story that is God's blessing, and it is missed sometimes. This does not require us to go to any church or meeting hall. We just have to be still inside. No room at the end, it says. The mind is constantly active and filling our consciousness with lower thoughts. We are too busy to go into meditation and think about spiritual things as our carnal nature dominates. And why is it coming from the text, from the East? New thoughts and information, enlightenment that comes from the right hemisphere of the brain, which you call wisdom. The stable is like the human body in the quiet place. Animals, animal part of our physical nature, instinct, physical being. Virgin means pure consciousness, unstained by human thought. And the star, higher light that is always with us and enters the pineal land, the pineal land of the brain. We can allow Christmas to take place inside of us in a very real way. When we think about the Christmas season, we in New Thought know that the kingdom is within us. This is truly something to celebrate over the holidays. And let's celebrate our unity with Christ, with the Christ consciousness that is within us. And in doing so, let's celebrate the birth of one of the enlightened masters who showed us that we are all God in expression. Sometimes we have we can't say this in front of certain people who get angry when we say it, but say it anyway, because we know we are all God in expression. Know this day, you are the light of the world. Follow your inner star to sparkle and shine in your own unique way. You have a beautiful soul and an outer body and a personality, but your soul is the center. Your soul is the part of you that's eternal. Your soul can't be hurt or destroyed. It can only be enriched by whatever your life experiences are. As Reverend Dorothy said in her uh, speech, in her lecture, she said that she believed in laughing, singing, dancing, and I wrote that down, normal, spontaneous expression, and I do too. And she also said, don't worry, be happy, and dance your way through life. Yes, dance your way through life. Well, people, the birth of Christ child is an annual event that evokes feelings even in people that show no compassion for the rest of the year. This is a time that is synonymous with love and peace and goodwill to all men, and even the most callous of people are caught up in, are caught up in the special feeling of the season. It is such a powerful narrative that it has persisted for 
2,000 years, as I said before. And perhaps the reason that this story is so provocative for all of us, somewhere deep in the depths of our subconscious, it resonates with us, although on the surface, the story of Christmas is the account of birth of a child. There is definitely more to it. The birth only appears in two of the synodic gospels, Matthew and Luke. Did you know that? And differs in content, background, and cast of characters in both of them. But if we look beneath the facts, we can find a rich symbolism that explains why the story has such appeal for all. There are many metaphysical interpretations of the story, but we can create our own as contemplated device. The first thing is to note that Christ is not the last name of Jesus, which so many people think. It is a little meaning anointed, but it is actually referring to a level of consciousness. The virgin birth could be a metaphor to explain that Jesus came into this world as a pure spirit, higher in consciousness than others at that time of spiritual darkness. Perhaps the baby represents ourselves and our innocence and vulnerability, stripped of any trappings of the everyday life. Image of a baby being born in the lowest of surroundings, a stable, reminds us that on a spiritual level, there is no rich or poor, weak or strong. We are all equal. During the annual rebirth, what is being born in our awareness of the Christ consciousness within? It is an opportunity we call to your attention the words Jesus himself told us. Ye are God's, Psalm 82.6 and John 10.34. But our understanding of this is very weak and difficult for us to believe. So the idea must be nurtured and suckled to bring it into maturity. Mary, the mother of Jesus, represents the feminine, the emotional, feeling side of our nature, while Joseph the carpenter is the masculine thinking side by side the two together provide the balance the yin and the yang if we perceive the in as ourselves our mind is being aware that the phrase there is no room at the end may indicate that many times we fill our minds our thoughts with mundane things no room for spiritual understanding and we are fearful of allowing even the smallest seed that we are indeed that spark of a divine that's being born. As we have been socialized so much to, the, to, it, to be acknowledged or separated and to deny our godliness. But even in denial of our true selves, we have the stable, the manger representing our heart. To hold and keep safe our vulnerability although we must step outside of our mind, which is the end, and abandon our cluttered thoughts to get to a calm, safe, open place that acknowledges our connection to Mother Earth, which is the stable. The notion of this connection is further represented by the shepherds and the animals. While the Maggie Matthew represents the wisdom from the East, the source of light. Remember, light. That we can draw to us if we are open and receptive. Another important character is the story King Harold. Can be seen 
to represent an additional essential part of ourselves, our ego. Our ego is always threatened by something new happening in our lives. It tries to stop, to kill off anything which threatens to change the place of safety that we have chosen, whether it is good for us or not. Remember, Marion Williams said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. The light in the Christmas story, the star, is a symbol of guidance, of hope, and of the potential of wishes and dreams. Remember, when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. The three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Perhaps the metaphor for physical, emotional, and spiritual. Gold could be seen to represent our material possessions, which, when we lose attachments to them, become a force for good and a powerful mag magnet for everything we truly need in life. We need to be reminded that we are co-creators of our reality. Nothing is denied us unless we choose to allow fear to feed our doubt. Fear, watch out for fear. Fear is evidence appearing real. Watch out for that. Shakespeare said, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we often might win by fearing to attempt. Frankencies in Alabama, as it would have been known in the time of the Maggie, is an essential oil product from the resin of the Bovalia tree. As the resin bleeds from the tree, the hardened clumps are known as tears. Hardened clumps known as tears. Think about that. These tears are collected and processed to produce a substance used for healing. And in religious ceremonies, frankincense, therefore, represents the healing power we have within us, which is often daunted by our emotional attachments. Often tears precede healing as we wrestle with our consciousness, underlying motivation that manifests as illness in our body. Christmas is a time of peace, love, and joy, and has become synonymous with light. Perhaps a remnant of the fear of dying of the sun at the time of the winter solstice, we think about light. People cover their churches, businesses, and homes with candlelight. Light is also associated with knowledge and understanding. In John 9, 5, Jesus said, again, I am the light of the world. But in Matthew 5, 14, 16, he also said, you are the light of the world. A sitting on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before you. So today, let us all put our light on a stand so that it may be seen by everyone in your life. Christmas is indeed a day of celebration. It is an opportunity to reveal where we are spiritual to feel rebirth of our own spiritual source within, and to resolve to keep our light on a stand 
not just our whole house, but to be a candle in the window, a beacon of hope for others. Yes, as we leave today, we have a, a, some of us are going to meet together today. So when we leave, no matter where you are, let's be guided by the star from the east to see the light in everyone we encounter and sharing our light with those whose light has dimmed, especially at this time. Help us to know always that we are loved to keep the fear that creeps into us every day and let us be aware of the responsibility we have to encourage your light to grow within ourselves and others, not just at Christmas, but every day of the year. Your physical, your metaphysical self, and what is the Christ in Christmas? The metaphysical sense of Christ is anointed, not just with oil, but with consciousness. Think of enlightenment and one as synonymous for Christ. New thought movements refer to Jesus as Jesus the Christ. They refer to the movement toward unity with God as Christ consciousness. Although Jesus' lessons have been reinforced, sometimes unlighted power bases come into play. But Jesus taught that we are all Christ. He said, quoting Psalms, I said, ye are gods. He also said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And further in John, he also said, that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater things than these shall he do. I know sometimes people don't want to hear that either. But that's what Jesus said. But the problem with ego is that it tells us we are limited. That we are not one with God, but separate. We need someone to intercede with God. We need someone on our behalf. That's what they say. We need priests and savior because we are filthy and imperfect. That's what we hear. But we know this is a bunch of crap. We know that the kingdom is within us. This is truly something we celebrate over and over again. And let us celebrate our unity right here and right now. Let us celebrate and know that God is all there is. And all there is, is God. We are thankful for this day. We are thankful for peace, love, joy, harmony, and perfect health in our lives right now. So as we move on, let's stop and pause and take a deep breath. And take another deep breath. And just be thankful, thankful for this day that the Lord has made. And let us continue to rejoice and be glad in it. This is the cosmic consciousness that Jesus spoke about in Matthew 5. And I quote again, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. 
as I remembered the lecture from Reverend Dorothy, she had some quotes to help your light shine more and more. One of the quotes is, don't forget to smile. That is so important. I'm just going to say, I, I was with um, Reverend Cindy. We were together. Whenever she passed someone, she says, she smiled and she said, how are you doing? And people said, hi, how are you doing? It seemed like they just came to life. And I, 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 I said, wow, look, look, look at Reverend Cindy. I mean, she was just open up people. People were just being friendly after she said, how are you doing? Number two, you be a friend. Be there for a friend. And sometimes being there for a person may be hard because it's hard for you to deal with. Be there. Even if it's praying, praying unceasingly. Praying. They say that being there for someone in the darkest makes a stronger impact than being there in their bed. This is accurate. Give genuine compliments. Whether or not someone's love language is words of affirmation, giving compliments is such a good thing. Sometimes you just say, hi, you look nice, or your smile is beautiful, or I'm so happy to see you. You make me feel a bit wonderful. A compliment. I guarantee you, you will see some reaction. Positive. Be friendly. As I said, Reverend Cindy was when, we, when she was with me. She was so friendly. And this means going out of your way to talk to strangers and helping them or meeting people. You'd be surprised by the kind of impact I was. I didn't expect it to be that much, but it was. It was a hallelujah good job. <laughs> it was wonderful. Share your optimism and gratitude. We live in a world where it dwells in negativity. <clears throat> so when you really look out and see the perspective and see the light out there, get your light out there. Let your light shine. Be the kind of person in the world <laughs> focuses on positivity. Kick negativity in the, in the behind. Because you can choose to focus on whatever you want. But be the kind of person who focuses on optimism and good things and having a good time and loving. Give to charity. Yes, give to charity. When we do that, we feel so much better, even though sometimes when you give to charity the first time, they write you forever, every week, to continue to give. <laughs> but you have to make up your mind how much you want to give. But give. Give where you want to give. And give what you can. Listen with intent. This is such a selfless act that people rarely do nowadays. We're so focusing, focusing on what am I going to say next or whatever. You're not even listening to what someone else is saying to you. You're holding within what am I going to say to them. Stop, look, and listen. Empathize with others. 
there's a difference between empathy and sympathy. Wherein empathy means putting yourself in someone else's shoes, empathy and selflessness. Selflessness are deeply intertwined if you take a moment to think about it. And one of the main things I want to bring to the attention is forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important. Forgiveness is, wow, you won't believe how much you can get from forgiving. And I have a short story to tell about forgiveness. I thought I had forgiven someone in the past. And I thought my, line, my, my mind, my light was shining and all that. But it occurred to me that every time something came up that reminded me of that person, I would almost curse, not curse, curse, but say that darn thing. I'm, I don't know what happened to that. I'm glad something happened to them. And that person came into my home. How you can get caught up in things. We were going to the same church and this person was trying to get his uh, minister's license. Oh, I said, wow, he's a good person. You know, he was with all, all of his young people being in church and praising the Lord. Anyway, he asked me one day, he said, can I stay at your house for about two weeks? Because I live with my brother. My brother's a drug addict. He said, I, I'm off of that. I don't want to have anything to do with that. And he brings people around and he said, I have a place that I'm getting, but I can't get it for about two weeks. Can I just stay at your house and, and help me out a little, please? And by him being at church and working on his ministerial license, I thought that was a good thing. And I said, okay. And I let him come into my house. Make a long story short, I couldn't get him out. I, he, 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 I, I would have to go to work every day and leave him here. He refused to leave. I had to put him out. I had to call on my lady friends to come all together and put him out because I was scared to call any of my male friends because I thought they would shoot him. So it was a hard time for me. And we did get him out, but I remembered all the stuff that he put me through. And every time something would come up, or even if I saw someone on TV that was anything like him, I would curse him and say, Oh, I'm glad this happened. And after he died, I was still feeling that way. I, he died from an overdose because he didn't stop the drugs. He just told me that. But anyway, I had really work on myself, work on myself a lot to forgive this person. But it's so necessary to forgive because my life wasn't shining as bright as I thought it was. But every time I would think about this person, it was terrible for me. And now I can say, wow, you know, if it's like something that happened and I don't feel that, that well, hate, I guess that's what it was. I don't feel that. I feel compassion and love. And so I ask you all, forgive, forgive, do not hold a grudge. And that will definitely help your light to shine more and more if you give. Do that. And now I'll have a closing prayer. Sit up straight, close your eyes if you choose to, and think about love. Divine Creator, Thank you for bringing us together as a spiritual family today. 
and every day. Thank you for giving us a place to be able to express our thoughts, our feelings, and our vulnerabilities without fear of criticism or rejection. Thank you for this safe environment. Let us be guided by the star from the east, choosing to see the light in everyone we encounter and sharing our light with those who light has dimmed, especially at this time. Help us to know always that we are loved and to keep the fear that creeps in our minds and our hearts by having faith that we are never alone. Let us be aware of the responsibility we have to encourage the light to grow within ourselves and others, not just at Christmas, but every day of the year. And so it is. And my Christmas wish for all of you today is that you are blessed with knowing that you are a gift to all those around you. May you find joy in everyone and in everything you do. May you be wrapped in love always. May gratitude be your mantra. And most of all, today and every day, I wish you peace. Merry Christmas to you, everyone. And so it is. Amen. So it is. Everybody, let's give it up for Reverend Joe Jacob. All right. Thank you, thank you, Reverend Joe. Beautiful. All right, thank you for the topic. This little light of mine. Oh, oh. Let it shine. I loved it. I loved it. Our speaker gave us so many wonderful things to think about. I loved your lesson. It was beautiful. You talked about uh, the, the season. This is the season of love. And you told us that light is the symbol of wisdom and intelligence. Beautiful. You told us that we should celebrate the birth of Christ, but understand that ours is a metaphysical understanding. We celebrate the Christ consciousness, the divine consciousness within. You talked about the enlightenment. It began over 2,000 years ago. You also walked us through the stages of the, the birth that, that a lot of us probably have, have thought about and heard sometime. And, you know, you just reminded us of a great deal of metaphysical principles, what the stable was, who the mother and the father were. You gave us what the metaphors meant for everything. Thank you for all that information. You let us know that there's scriptures that tell us we are the light of the world. You know, and I, I love that. I love what you, what you shared with us. So much stuff here. I got papers, papers, and papers. I, I just love the fact that you told us um, that uh, we, we can step out and do the things we want um, if we open ourselves up to it and be open and receptive to it, loving ourselves and believing in ourselves. It, it's so true. And you said, let your light shine. Let it shine out loud. Open yourself up to this thing called life. I loved it. Jesus is the reason for the season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's give her one more round. That's beautiful. Thank you, Rendon. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. And you, uh, everyone will get a chance to make their comments a little later. I just wanted to say a few things. And uh, now we're going to move on. This is the time for our offering and uh, we are going to have another song heart you can't beat 
God Giving by Billy Crockett. Hello? Hello? Hello, I don't hear anything. Yeah. Governor Dorothy? Cindy, you don't hear anything? No, uh-uh. That's no, we don't hear anything. Tarek, not me. Huh? Oh, oh, Tarek. Tarek is doing the sound. Oh, okay. What they were saying, Reverend Dorothy, nothing's coming through. Okay, nobody hears anything out there? No. no nothing's coming through. No, nothing. I can okay, still hold on hear. A second. Let me see what's going on. I can still hear. Hold on one second, please. I'm checking okay. Just a second, please. Okay. Can everybody hear me now? Yeah, we can you that. hear me now? Yes, we, I can hear we you. hear you. Yes. yes. But you don't hear yeah, Tarek. We hear you. Okay, yeah, but you, you can't hear Tarek and the music, right? No. Right. We no. Okay, I don't I know what's you. going on. Tarek is there. 
It came through on mine. Okay, we're mm. gonna just have to move on because it came through on his. It came through on mine too. So yeah, I don't know what happened to the rest of you, but I heard the whole thing. But me too. Uh, but uh, I'm on the computer. I'm like on the you. computer too. So oh, on maybe, maybe the phone is not coming through. Maybe I can't hear. What did you say? Can't say it again, dear. Maybe it's not coming through on the phones. Mm -hmm. I can okay. hear it on my phone. You can hear it on your. I can't it? hear. No, I didn't hear Amy, it. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. Mm -mm. I didn't okay. hear it either. I don't know what happened. Mm. I don't know what's happening. You guys have Sorry. cell phones, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Let, let me. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to. I'm going to move on with this service. But give me a second, please. Just give me. Get, be patient and give me one second, please. Okay. Of course. No matter how So, howdy, everybody. Would you like me to play? Thank you. Would you like me to play it again? Yeah, please. They couldn't hear anything. Okay, coming right up. Good morning, Tarek. Okay, he's going to play it again now, everybody. Oh, okay. Thank you. 
words were never spoken. None of us can be God-giving. We're receiving blessings every moment of the day. Thank God for that song. And so now we will have Reverend Joan to bless our offering. Reverend Joan? Give, and we know it will be given unto you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. <clears throat> for the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Luke 6, 38. Infinite presence, I give thanks for the abundance that is ours to share. We give thanks for the substance that we are blessed to give. We thank you, God, for those who are giving generously of themselves and to support AOL ministry. Lord, we ask that your blessings shine upon tenfold or greater, and we know it is doing that. And I thank you, God, for your lifting us up and blessing this ministry. And together let us say, and so it is. And Amen. So it is. Amen. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for the beautiful prayer. I want to also let everyone know that I bless all of the offering here and as it comes in, as it is received. And I thank the ones that are putting forth that effort to put that to practice the law of giving and receiving you're putting it out there for the church and you're putting it out there for yourself and it's coming back to you as well so i thank you thank you for opening up the horn of plenty blessing aol so that we can move forward grow and spiritually evolve thank you so much it is greatly appreciated so right here and right now we want to ask practitioner kenneth Moore to please read the virtual prayer Practitioner Ken? All right. Good morning or good afternoon, I, sh I, get, I should say. One minute from afternoon. <laughs> One minute from afternoon. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go with the AOL virtual prayer. The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life is to be complete, a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states. I pray believing and knowing that every listener received transformative revelations through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Reverend Joan Jacobs, on Let Your Light Shine and she made it shine with her message. 
I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church, the AOL family members, and the guest listeners in every area of your life. Your understanding, your health, your finances, love, family, and all your endeavors. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing we call life. Members pre present or not present until we meet again. With great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so, and so it is done. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, practitioner, again, for that excellent reading of the virtual prayer. Appreciate that. And we're moving on right now to Reverend Cinderita Clay and Reverend Sace Corner. Good yes. morning, Reverend Cinderita. Good morning. And I'm reading from a book called Unleashing the Power of a Sister written by our sister, Mona Lake, <laughs> Mona Lake Jones. Strive for good health. We are strong enough to hold up ourselves and others who are leaning on us. For sisters to be in full bloom, we must be healthy. A sister unleashing reaches maximum speed when the mind, body, and spirit are in sync and well-conditioned. Travel depends on the ability to carry the extra burden of being a sister in a world in which we are often devalued. Sisters must be healthy enough to maintain the ability to multitask while jumping hurdles and dodging the ism bullets. When slapped with the reality of racism and sexism and vitality, we must have bodies strong enough to still push forward. We should be able enough to lift ourselves and our families. This can only happen with regular, repetitious, rigorous movements designed to make us strong and agile, capable of carrying our own weight, and quite probably that of someone else. In other words, we must exercise. No matter the age, engaging in mental fitness, fitness should be a health priority. If our minds lie dormant for too long, they may be difficult to start up, and we could lose the sharp edge needed for our thrival. Reading, gaming, writing, calculating are a few of the mind exercises we should practice. To nurture our spirits, the soul should be coddled with soothing comfort and passion. Outlets for expression need continued exploration. Find what works for you and make space for it on your schedule. Time for rejuvenation and relaxation should move higher upon the essential list. Taking care of your health should be high, higher on the list than a manicure, pedicure, waxing, or hair appointment. After all, your health is the cornerstone of your beauty. Putting yourself at the top of the care list may be still out of order, but how will you meet the needs of those around you if your body machine isn't running? Put your oxygen mask on first. It is imperative. We take good care of ourselves, knowing others may need to lean on us for support. And, Lord, they do. As wives, mothers, lovers, workers, leaders, sisters, girlfriends, and activists, our thrival balances on sisters staying healthy. And so it is. That's it. I'm done, dear.
You're muted, Auntie. Thank you. I'm sorry. Let's give a round of applause for Reverend Cindy. Great information. I loved it. You're so wise, and that's true. Your health is your wealth, and we need to realize it. And when we recognize it, we will take better care of ourselves and make better choices. Thank you so much, Reverend Cindy, for that information. And we'll all be able to comment on that after our services. Right here and right now, it's time for our musical selection. Isn't Life Beautiful, Dr. O.C. Smith, Hart. Sunday, I hear church bells ringing. It's a life beautiful. Monday, I hear school bells ring. It's a life beautiful. I talk to friends and I pray. The people will make amends And I wonder if the love from above will end Before we realize that it's Wednesday And the birds in the trees say Isn't life beautiful? The breeze tells the leaves Isn't life beautiful Two more days And then We start all over again And I can't help but feel that what I feel, it's beautiful. On Sunday, I hear church bells ringing. Is it Monday, I hear school bells ringing. It's a life I talk to friends and I pray that people will make amends. And I wonder if the love from above will end before we realize. Then it's Wednesday, and the birds in the trees say, Isn't life beautiful? Thursday, the breeze tells me, Isn't life beautiful? We've got two more days, and then. We start all over again, and I can't 
can't help but see that's what I see. It's beautiful. Whoa. I can't help but see that's what I see. It's beautiful. Yes, yes. Isn't life beautiful? I couldn't agree more. I love the song. And I noticed some of you were singing along with it, and I oh, was yeah. too. I yeah. love that song. Um, right now, it's time for our prayer of protection, and we're going to have that by Reverend Joan Jacobs. Prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The power of God The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are. Wherever we are, God is, and so it is. God, God is, 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 and so it is. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for the prayer of protection. And now I want to thank all the participants for today. You did a wonderful job, and you made this program so wonderful. I thank you for being a part of the service. I want to thank Tark Sahali for his beautiful technology, the, the Tarknology. Thank you. I want to thank Ms. Sheila Mitchell for our wonderful announcements. Reverend Cinderita Clay for our opening reading and prayer. It was awesome. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for that lesson that was just out of the ballpark. Thank you. Thank you, Practitioner Morris, for the wonderful virtual prayer. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank in advance Vess Franklin because she's coming up next. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support. And so right here and right now, I'm going to move on and let you know right now that we have a lot to look forward to. Um, next Sunday, our speaker is none other than Reverend Cinderita Clay. Let's give it up for her. Looking forward to it. And I want to let everyone know that if there's anyone who would like to receive a practitioner session for their family or a friend or who needs a prayer, provide this information to Vess Franklin, our coordinator assistant, and she will be happy to set up an appointment for you. Now, I notice a lot of you don't do it. Some people will just call and I'll try to reach them. And sometimes I just have to, we, we play telephone tag. And a lot of it could be eliminated if you just call Miss Vess Franklin, because she could set up an appointment and we could get you right away. So Vess, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Yes, yes thank you. <laughs> good morning, AOL. Good morning. Good morning. Um, <clears throat> good morning. Good. I invite you to call. <laughs> thank you. For those uh, who can hear me uh, out there in Radio Land, um, I invite you to call me and provide the contacts information so that we can have a minister contact the person for prayer. If the person does not have a minister in mind, a minister will be selected. 
And don't forget, Reverend Dorothy and Practitioner Ken are also available. So my number is 310-679-4512. Once more, 310-679-4512. We, the AOL family, is here for you. Thank you. Thank you, Vess, and I truly appreciate all of your support. This concludes, thank you, dear. This concludes and ends our service today. And those who want to remain after for remarks, this is your time. So, uh, this is uh, Sheila. I just want to remind everybody that um, our Christmas uh, celebration is today at Daryl's uh, New Orleans Grill for those who signed up. It's at uh, 21720. Uh, Avalon Boulevard, number 102, and it's at 2.30. Uh, thank you, Sheila. Is there anyone else that would like to comment on Reverend Jones or uh, Reverend Cindy or... Always is. Excellent service. Okay. Jones did a great job. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Sheila. I'd like to comment, Reverend Dorothy. Go right ahead, Ken. Because I'm going to have to run. Okay, but I understand. Joan, as usual, uh, you just grabbed the uh, you just grabbed it by the tail and you just ran with it. Uh, thank you very much for your wonderful message. Uh, I like uh, Romans 12 too. That's one of my favorite verses of not being conformed to this world. Yes. And like all your examples of life and uh, the Christmas season and how you broke down all the signs uh, that we see uh, normally during the Christmas season that a lot of folks don't realize what they mean, but you broke it down for us. Thank you very much. And when you said that our light is what frightens us rather than our darkness coming from Aaron Williamson, that's really uh, interesting, you know, when you mm -hmm. said that. And you said, let us put our light on a stand so we can be seen by everyone and let's share our light with everybody not just some people but everybody and be thankful to god you did a great great job as usual thank you very much i, I miss your joke though you didn't have a joke today i know i know i forgot <laughs> as a matter of fact i had a couple of your jokes they were so good so thank you very much for a great uh, for a great message today i really appreciate thank it thank you you Thank you so that. much, Ken. All Thank right. you, Practitioner Ken. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Someone else? Hi, this is Cindy. Hi. Uh, Reverend Joan, uh, of course, you, uh, as Reverend Bell used to say, knocked it out of the park. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, all of your, uh, your gems. You know, it was just, this light is just so uh, powerful and giving a metaphysical meaning. I had forgotten about, you know, so much stuff we we forget over the years. This little light of mine, I, uh, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Remember when you sing that? Yes, uh, yes. We... <laughs> and light, it brightens our way. It brightens our day. Somebody said yesterday, uh, I was watching, I was reading something uh, about the sun in the, the solstice. 
that if the sun goes out, out goes all of us. Everything dies. So that light, that light is powerful. That light is is needed. That light keeps us keeps us going. And thank you for reminding us. Well, actually, everybody who's spoken has reminded us. But thank you today for reminding us of this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Thank you. Yes, love it. Thank you, thank you, Brother Cindy. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. Is there someone else? Okay. Good morning. Morning. Can you hear me? There you are. Yes. Come on. Blessing, blessing, and namaste to the family and my sister. My sister, of course, you know you special as, as always. But uh, before I say this and give you the, uh, the the respect and comments, I want to say to you, Reverend Dorothy. Uh, the tribute and the expression that you gave to uh, church sister Mary was outstanding at the service there. So I just want to comment on that as well. Thank you. Yes. So, so. Thank you so much. Yeah. Matter of fact, they should have had you in special announcement. They should have had put you in special announcement instead of comments there. So we we good. So. <laughs> So <laughs> my sister, my sister, my sister, Reverend Jones, you know, as everybody already said, so many positive accolades towards you. It's like every time that you speak, you are sincere and you speak from the heart. And knowing that, you know, when you speak of light, you've brought in awareness that light is the highest consciousness to the Father the highest awareness to the Father. And when you're doing your best, you're doing your highest for the Father. So uh, the light is that shining at your highest good. And then when you talk about love, it is that compassion and sincerity that you understand that you are sharing with this consciousness that you have in this light. And then you brought the, the essence about our treatment Mother, Father, God. The mother in our treatment is the giver. It is that essence of how things are truly manifested out to you. The Father is the doer, and God is the source. So, you know, in this moment that when you had the opportunity to speak and you spoke on uh, Matthew five sixteen. It's like if you trust and believe in the Father, your work will shine to others. But your light is the Father heaven, as as five sixteen go. So with that, it is so unique that you have bought into the consciousness that if in order to receive your good. You got to let go and you got to forgive, as you said. So release and let go before you can allow yourself to receive your good. Because so many times, condition will dictate to us sometimes of how we're going to sit there and align ourselves to our good. That's why this stuff got to practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it, and be sincere with it 
because if you don't, then you allow other stuff to be your manifest manifestation there. So with that said, my sister, I'm not going to beat this up too much more, but as you stated with uh, Philippians 4, 8, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is loveless, whatsoever. If you do those things and you live on those type of things, then your true virtue will shine through. And I say this with all sincerity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And allowing your spirit and your consciousness and in this lesson to continuously shine for me, through me, and with me. I thank you, my sister. Blessing to the family and namaste. Oh, thank you so much, Petitioner Robert. <clears throat> thank you so much. You, you're welcome, my thank sister. You, Robert. Sincerely. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yes, yes. Love it, yes. love it. So glad you're here. Yes. Your energy yes. is just very strong, and we're feeling it all right now. Yes, yeah, I feel it too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Is there anyone else that's going to uh, that wants to say something? Okay. Um, Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Lenny. Good morning. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. yes. Hi. Good. Good morning. I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed uh, today's service. Um, um, Auntie, you did such a great job. You know, um, I always get little nuggets of information every time, and I just, I can just feel your spirit when you're talking. Your light is so bright, and um, you just have so much warmth and joy as you're doing the lesson. And I just wanted to tell you, I could feel it. And um, thank you, thank you so much for today's lesson. I love you, and. Um, and have a great day, and I'll I'll see you soon. But you did a great job, great job. Thank uh -huh. you. Okay. Thank you, Lenny. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Okay. Thank you, family. This has been so wonderful, and uh, we've had a great service. I just want to thank everybody for being here today, for shining their light. I want to thank everyone who came out. Um, Friday to support the Andrews family. I know they appreciated us all being there. And we just gave them all the love and the light and the encouragement that we could. And it just lifted them up. God bless them. And I'm keeping them in my prayers and all of you in my prayers. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing those who are coming to uh, being at Daryl's today. And I noticed Letitia Stokes is online. Hello, Letitia. How are you? And I see Melanie Lemons. Um, hello, Georgia Brown. I uh, wanna thank you all for being here. I believe Ken is still here. God bless you for being here. And Dolores Story. Hello, Dolores Story. Thank God that you're here as well. I'm sending okay. love and light to bless everyone. Bless to all. Mm -hmm. I know everybody has something to do. And if this concludes our service, I'm going to let it go because I have to get ready to move on. But um, yes. everybody have a blessed day. I send love and light to all of you. Thank you, thank you. Much thank love. You. Thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, I thank love you much. Okay. Take care, okay? Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. God bless everyone. Okay. And hello, Mr. Nate. I know you're there. You and Amanda. God bless too.
I'm here too. Yes. Is that Dan Miner? Yes, it is. Hello. It's so good it's to me. hear your voice. It's hey, so Dan. good to hear your voice. You have no. a blessed day. Take care. Yeah, I'm listening. When you're not there. I thought I saw the number and I said, I'm just going to take a chance and say, hi, Dan Miner. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> We I missed your voice. It's hard voice. to see on these computers, you know. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear the voices of everyone here. I love my AOL family. I love you guys being here. I look forward to seeing you as much as I can. And um, you guys take care of yourself. If you need me, I'm going to call away, okay? Okay. Thank you. So since I have to get dressed to get out of here, I'm going to say namaste to everybody so we can all get dressed to be together after a while, okay? All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. All right, everybody. Take care, okay? Okay. Okay, have a blessed day. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, right. everybody. Bye-bye.